Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Uh, this is going to be a really good, informative show for our listeners today. Things are going to be done a little differently on Contact today. We're going to be talking about a very, very important issue, consolidation. Probably a life-changing process for all of the members that live here in our community, both in Dubois and Sandy Township. Back in 2021, the voters approved consolidation by 33 votes. And as President Obama once said, elections have consequences, both positive and negative. And so that's why we vote. But first, before I begin this whole interview, I want to thank City Manager Herm Saplesio and Sandy Township Supervisor Sean Arbaugh, who both agreed to let me have this uh, interview. I want to thank Jay Philippone and Lori Donahue for helping me through this process and giving me this platform of contact. The show is designed to be informative to the people. And so we want to jump into this issue. Um, my guests today are Mayor Ed Walsh and Sandy Township Supervisor Sam Mollica. And so when we return, we'll begin our discussion around consolidation. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services. Changing the life of a child. Lifespan Family Services, PA.com. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. We're going to have a very good, informative discussion with Mayor Walsh of Dubois and Sandy Township Supervisor Sam Malika. But before we get started, I've already made a slight mistake. And Sean Arbaugh is the Sandy Township Manager, but we appreciate him and City Manager Herm Saplesio again for allowing this opportunity. But before we get into it, I know it sounds strange. I've known both of these gentlemen since I was a young kid. I want them to be able to just introduce themselves and tell us who they are. Mayor, we'll start with you. Well, good morning. Thanks, Mike, for having us on here. Um, I'm Mayor Eddie Walsh. I've been mayor for the past three years. Uh, prior to that, I served on city council for 10 years. Um, and uh, I, I agree with what you said earlier. This is going to be a very unique opportunity for both the residents of both uh, communities to come together as one. We've always been one, uh, I've said for years. Uh, whether you live at Treasure Lake or out on Kiwanis Trail, somebody asks you where you li live, you're, you know, you're 100 miles from here. Oh, I live in Dubois. You know, they don't. So it's always been that way. I think now this finally gives us a firm cement hold on actually becoming one of the largest um, cities in the state of Pennsylvania. Yes, thank you. And Sam Mollica, Sandy Township Supervisor. Yes, I'm, I'm a Sandy Township Supervisor. Uh, I've lived in Dubois since uh, 1979. Uh, actually, Sandy Township, but I've always thought of it as Dubois. So, um, and uh, I ran the Ponderosa Steakhouse and owned it uh, up until the time my family sold it. And so then I decided to run for supervisor with uh, my 
main goal was to do consolidation. So I uh, accomplished that goal, and here we are today. Yes, and, and indeed, here we are today in the middle of this consolidation process. Uh, Mayor Walsh, you stated, and I think really uh, inspiring, you said that all eyes are on us. All eyes are on the city of Dubois and Sandy Township for this process of consolidation and how it goes, because I believe you believe it could be a model for the rest of the state. We know that someday a lot of consolidation is going to happen across our commonwealth. But could you, sorry, Mayor, but could you grade how you think the process is up until today? I think the process is, you know, when we got involved, everybody said, oh, you're never going to be able to do the fire department. You're not going to be able to do this, do that. So far, I mean, um, I think the the um, process and the inter- integration of the process has gone relatively smoothly. I'm not saying that there hasn't been a few bumps in the roads, but uh, working with Sam and uh, the rest of the supervisors, uh, council, city council, and myself have uh, gotten along famously. I mean, uh, I, I encourage everybody to start coming to the meetings. We we get a few people, but not as much as I would hope. But they, uh, I don't think they've ever seen a public fight yet, an argument yet. Um, so I think the the process has been going. Uh, I'm going to say 95 percent smooth. All right, uh, Sam. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with Mayor Walsh. Uh, the uh, process is going as uh, it's going actually great. The only problem we have is um, there is no playbook that we can look at and say, well, this is what you have to do. We're creating the playbook now by what we're doing. And um, so the next time someone consolidates or wants to consolidate, they'll know exactly how to handle that and that's the the thing is the state is even learning from us they they're getting information and now they'll know well we'll do it this way next time and the I found that out when I went to write the ballot question um, I wanted to try to get some help and there was no one to no one to help um, and that's how we ended up with the ballot question being the way it is because I actually used the one from 2002 so um, because that was the only one available and the only one I could find and so that's how we ended up with that. Okay so I've heard from both of you that it is going smoothly which I would tend to agree. I I'm one, unfortunately, Mayor, one of those people that don't go to all the meetings. I try to read and listen. Um, so I, we're going to get it kind of out of the way early and kind of get some clarification. But I woke up to headlines in the Courier Express that weren't exactly flattering, potentially. Great articles by Elaine Haskins. I think she probably attended the meeting and really just took notes. And this is what happened. Can we get some clarification from you on some of those issues that maybe, because as my understanding is, you have already worked through 11 of 12 issues that you need to. And then all of a sudden this happened. And I think it may be to some sort of either misunderstanding or, but it seemed like some serious questions. There was a statement read by Sandy Township Supervisor Sam Mollica, signed off by uh, four of the five supervisors, Mr. Barry Abbott, did not sign that letter. But I think the people and myself need to know, like, what was that all about? And can we walk through some of those issues? So, Well, and you're correct in saying, number one, very importantly, 
of the 12 items that will be on the consolidation agreement, um, 11 of them are, are, are done. I mean, um, voted on unanimously. The 12th one was the uh, whether we were going to have a sewage and water authority, which Sandy Township is leaning towards wanting, um, and the city saying, no, we want to keep it the way it's been running for, for the past 50 years. Um, so it, it, that created a lot of uh, hardship. It was passed 6-4 to four, um, to go with the, continuing to do the things the way we're doing it now. Conditionally upon the new government taking over in 2026, let them decide which way they want to go. Um, so if the new government comes in and wants to form an authority, giddy up and go. Uh, if they want to continue the way that we're doing it now, it's our, the giddy up is already gone. So um, that was the, the, probably the brunt of the whole um, disagreement between the, the, the two entities. Sam? Uh, yeah, the um, the as far as I was concerned about the sewage authority was uh, uh, I I could not recommend that we do an authority, but I did want to find out if an authority made sense, and the uh, vote was like you said was six to four, so there's not too much that can be be done. Okay, that. so that I can clarify and clarify for our listeners, Mayor, you're saying. This is just the lead up to 2026, and then, as I understand it, we'll have elections in 2026. Well, maybe, maybe that new well, city council can decide. Yeah, in 2025. 2025. We will have the new elections for the six um, council people and the mayor, um, as well as a um, controller and a treasurer. Treasurer. Um, so that'll happen in you know starting um, in March of 2025. You know, petitions will be going out. Right. People get them signed. You know, you have the the, the uh, initial election in, in um, May, and then the general election to elect the new official government in November that will take over the first January of 2026. Of 2026, so the just first to, Monday right. in January of 2026. So just to be clear, though, they can revisit anything they want to once that new city council is elected. A- absolutely correct, Michael. We're setting the guideline for the for a smooth transition that they'll have a game plan of. But come 2026, the new government, uh, if they, you know, they get together, they can pretty much rewrite the blueprint. Right, and I think that's really important, Mayor and Supervisor, because I think people are confused. I, I, I do. When I hear people, it's like, Michael, I can't believe we're going to be functioning this way when we're a new city. And I'm like, mm, I don't think you understand. I think you clarified well that this is, these are guidelines. Yeah, you know, and, and again, my hat goes off to uh, uh, Supervisor Sam Mullica and Supervisor Barry Abbott for initiating this. Right. Um, you know, we were having, we were, prior to this happening, we were having talks, uh, I thought very good talks with Sandy Township, um, about the, doing a consolidation. And then at the 11th hour, it kind of fell through. And um, so Barry and Sam and a few others, I'll let Sam talk about that because he knew the committee much better than I did, got together, come up with a plan and put a referendum on the ballot. And uh, as you said, it passed overwhelmingly in Dubois, but I think, um, uh, I want to th- say like 58% to 42%, and in Sandy Township passed by 33 votes. Right, and so I was a little confused, to be honest, during the 
the whole petition process, getting it on the ballot. Sam, I think you and Barry did a great job. Um, I'm biased, I guess, because I was a child when all of this was happening. I was in high school when uh, it failed. And I've always been like you, Mayor, opening up and Sam, that this is Dubois. We're one place. Uh, it makes sense to consolidate in my conservative opinion. But can you give us some insight into like how you did it, Sam? And the reason I was confused is it did seem like some people were for it, then they were against it, then they were against it, they're for it. The will of the people have spoken. I believe everybody in this room with me today wants this cooperation to do it correctly for the people. Okay, so you're asking me um, what, how the consolidation process happened? Yes, and, and I know you and Barry led it, so you... Okay, yeah, you, well, yeah, uh, after it was decided by the supervisors not to continue with the process that we had previously, this was in 2021, early 2021, uh, there was a couple supervisors meeting um, with some of the town with some of the council, and those talks broke down. And so what happened was, um, I Barry and I Barry had just been elected, and um, well, he had been elected overwhelmingly in the spring. So Barry and I got together, and uh, we said, "Well, let's see if we can get it on the ballot." And we had very little time to do that. So uh, I told Barry, I said, well, I'll, I'll do the research on the, the ballot issue. And Barry was going to be in charge of getting uh, signatures for, for the petition. So I, I asked around to different lawyers and that to give me help. And I could not find, mind you, that the lawyers were busy with their other uh, job uh, other clients so a lot of them said well we can't help you right now and then I went to the state and the state said well we can't find anything that can help you so <laughs> then I was fortunate enough to talk to uh, a former Clearfield County Commissioner uh, John Chagru and he told me about the uh, previous ballot initiative and I asked him if that would be alright and he said that would be fine and um, so I searched in the library, and uh, just about the time I found that, uh, Dawn Graham had called me from the county election office and said, and she sent me an email saying that she had found the initial ballot. Um, so I, I just used that, and then I had to write the ballot question. Uh, and you have to make everything perfect, because if you don't, then it gets, the the election office won't accept it. So Right. And once I, and we... I only had two weeks to do this, and then so because I knew we had to get the petition signed, and then uh, Barry and uh, he had uh, help from the Dubois side, uh, Debbie Meckling. Meckling, uh, they were both they were tremendous getting the in like three days they had all the petitions signatures we needed, so and then it went on the ballot, and then Jason Gray was a. Uh, 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 a lot of help too because he he's been involved in consolidation right he had spearheaded one of the originals yes. right and that and, was a big um, election so he provided some help as far as funding to have debates at the uh, country club during the october of last year so people get so people be well informed 
Yes, no, even on my show, I've said about uh, Jason Gray. I thought he was ahead of his time. I was really young when that happened, but I loved politics and I watched. Um, unfortunately, that campaign became very ugly. I think this time it was a lot better. Maybe you guys have different opinions on that, but I didn't see what I saw when I was younger. Well, I, uh, I think that was because the, everything was spelled out. Uh, before, when you said consolidation, it, it jumped up right right away. They said, well, they're going to ban hmm. my weapons or they're, I'm not going to be able to shoot because the city doesn't allow that allowed people to have guns or to have target practicing and uh and it's always been that uh, you, you follow the state laws and once people understood well you can't ban things and um that we're not uh, gonna prevent people from hunting in areas where hunting is um uh perfectly fine to do Right. Not, I think, as you once said, uh, Sam, in the paper, like not so many unanswered questions this time. I think it was more laid out. People had a better understanding. Still a close vote in the end. I don't think that was surprising per se, but here we are. And I want to come back to a couple of things. One, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask. You're both committed to, to, to the process and making it work for our new city and the will of the people. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Um, definitely. I mean, we we've been whether we want to do this or not. Right. It's done. It's done. Um, and some people don't understand that either. Um, if we have a complete breakdown between the two sides tomorrow morning, which will never happen, mind you, but if it would, then the Clearfield County Court Systems would get involved and they would decide how we're going to move forward. So, and that's something we don't want. We don't want, and nothing against. Please don't take this the wrong way. Nothing against Clearfield County Court System. We don't want somebody from outside our area deciding what we're going to do over here. And, right. Uh, so that's why we we have been working diligently. Um, and like I said, you get you get you put ten people in a room, and you come out after two months with eleven out of twelve items agreed upon. That's pretty impressive, in my humble opinion. Um, so I again I keep, want to keep reiterating. You know, whether we want to do it or not, which me and Sam both are very committed to this. Um, and I think all 10 are. Uh, and on, I know on my side, the five of us are. And I, on the Sandy Township side, I just from my, the actions I see, the, the, they're, they're just as committed. Um, it's going to happen. I mean, it has happened. We're already voted as one. Now it's just a matter of bringing that, the, the, the two entities into one form of government and one community. Yeah, and I think you make a great point, Mayor. I think there is a lot of confusion out there, and I think for lots of different reasons. Um, the idea that this can be derailed just is not true. That's a myth. This is happening. This is going to be done. You do have, not self-imposed, but you have deadlines, as I understand it, from the state. Yeah, our first, our first deadline's coming up uh, within one year of the certification of the uh, um, election which would be, I, th I want to think, the second week of December, uh, give or take. I'm not sure exa the exact date. Um, we have to have a letter of intense, a uh, letter of agreement between the uh, Sandy Township Supervisors and the Dubois City Council signed um, of this is our plan. This is our working consolidation plan, and that must be done by law. Or, again, we're going to be overseeing um, the judges in Clearfield County, and we do not want that. That letter will be signed by... The, the the exact date and please don't quote me on the exact sure. date, 
But uh, you know, we for, for at the beginning of the process, um, and I don't even mean to step on Sam. You can jump in anytime. Um, DCED, Department of Community Economic Development, got involved, and they've been very helpful through this whole process. And there's there's a program out there called the Stamp Program, and a Stamp Program funnels money from the state into into the syst- into us. Um, and for each stamp program, there's two hundred thousand dollars available. Actually, two hundred ten thousand dollars because the, the the township's responsible for five percent after two hundred thousand, and the city's responsible for five percent. But two hundred thousand dollars came to the state, so we put out an RFP and we got a consultant, we got a, a lawyer, um, and they're helping us lead us through this process. And uh, right now, um, the, the these these items are with our consultants right now and the lawyers to come up with our documented uh, consolidation plan. Lots of information there, but very helpful. And I think as I process it, I, I think it's good that uh, you discuss that. Sam, is there anything you would like to add? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the question the question with the, um, with the sewage, uh, 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 with the water authority, uh, that really doesn't involve what we have to get done. Um, and so we're done with mostly everything. And uh, so I think we're going to make the deadline without any problem. So I think um, there's really Well, no that work. that is good news. Yeah. Um, I do want to return to these articles, though, that came out um, because we've talked about a few of those issues. And maybe you please bring clarification Um, I'm simply just reading the Courier Express. I don't know anything outside of it. But water did come up. Water Sewage Authority came up. Also, the idea of some secret meetings came up. That caught my attention. I think, Sam, you were, in your words, disgusted by that process. Can you help us understand? Uh, Yes, I can. Uh, As far as uh, I I had a meeting yesterday with... uh, uh, with with the solicitor for the entire um, for the process and now I realize the meetings weren't were not secret that that was uh, um, that was acceptable under the process so now that I have that better understanding I I'm I can you know I didn't realize that we could do, the different meetings without any um, any problems as far as the sunshine law and as far as that goes as uh, we can meet two of us uh, can meet at a time or we can meet with the city and it wouldn't violate the um, sunshine law so not uh, like just, under normal circumstances right. as so, a supervisor so I, I will take that back about the secret meetings and if I would have known beforehand that uh, these uh, meetings were okay, then um, that I wouldn't have stated that. So, no, no. Okay. Well, I appreciate the clarification, and I'm positive that the people of our area appreciate it. Um, we're going to have to take a break soon, but and maybe we can take it now, and then we'll begin some new questions. But believe it or not, we're already a half hour into this, gentlemen. So, again, we thank you, Mayor, for being here. Thank you, Sam, for being here. Contact on 
Connect FM is brought in part to our, by our friends at Community County Services, supporting strong families through mental health and human services. Learn more at communitycountyservices.com. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. You can catch the Pirates all season long on Connect FM, your only local news radio, 96.7 and 99.7 FM, and AM 1420, WCED Dubois. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. I hope you're finding this conversation informative and, and enjoyable, believe it or not. I am. But I just want to remind our listeners that typically at 9 a.m., you begin to listen to Brian Kilmade on Fox News. But this morning, we're going to extend for another half hour to continue uh, this very informative conversation with Sandy Township Supervisor Sam Malika and Mayor of Dubois, Eddie Walsh. So when I left off, we were talking about uh, the idea of secret meetings. Uh, the Sandy Township Supervisor explained that it was a misunderstanding, but we should introduce uh, some people into this process. Um, the joint solicitor, as I understand it, is Chris Gabriel. Uh, he was a classmate of mine. He was my vice president of uh, student body when I was president of Central. Um, I understand the misunderstanding, but Mayor, maybe you can tell us, how did Chris get to be the solicitor? And the reason I ask is, and we can talk about it, and we want to make some things clear, like, some have said that this was a city takeover. I can see where some people sometimes look at that and say, hey, Chris Gabriel, great attorney. He represented the city against when he deals with the unions for the city. He got to be solicitor for both Sandy and Dubois. I think, as I understand it, he's the brother-in-law of a city council member, Shannon Gabriel. Is that a conflict of interest at all? No, and we researched a very, the 10 member committee researched it. Um, uh, Chris, first of all, before we hire an attorney, and in this case it is Chris Gabriel, we sent out an RFP, which right. is a, a, a request for proposal. And um, we didn't just pick uh, Mr. Gabriel out of a hat, he responded with, to the RFP, him and another law firm. Uh, two other law firms, and they came and sat before the 10-member committee. We interviewed them, um, asked them questions, and then when they were done, uh, we voted which one of the three law firms we were going to take as our um, solicitor for the 10-member committee, for the consolidation committee. Um, We also have another uh, attorney, uh, which is Eckert Seaman, and they are the, um, they responded to a separate RFP, and that was for, uh, to take us through the process. We put out an RFP for a consolidation attorney and um, uh, a PR firm to guide us through this. And uh, Pell, Pennsylvania Economy League, won, and Eckerd Seaman got that contract. Again, we interviewed 
four, I believe, firms for that. Um, three in person, one via um, Zoom. And uh, again, a vo- voted, the 10 member committee voted to accept um, the, the, them as our uh, representatives. Um, consolidation representatives. Yeah, so I, I think those votes were like 10, 0, yeah, or 9, 1. Yeah. So, um, so we didn't just hire, pick Chris Gabriel out of a hat. He was interviewed by both the Sandy Township Board, the City Council Board, in the same room together, and answered our questions, filled out the RFP, and then the rest is history. So, and again, before he officially accepted it, he did the he did research the is there a conflict of interest? Yeah. And when in fact it's not a blood relative, it's not a conflict of interest in any way, shape, or form. Which so. is good to know. Look, I I get questions, I get asked. There have been lots of questions sent to me. Um, I know Chris. I find him to be a very educated, bright attorney, and I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, this type of stuff is definitely in his wheelhouse like he's a very you know, cons- he's an almost an expert at this i'm gonna tell you a funny story just to break this up is one of the firms we inter- interviewed was the ditka law firm out of pittsburgh and i actually wanted him because it was mike ditka the football <laughs> coach's brother and i just wanted to get tickets to a, a chicago pittsburgh game someday so <laughs> that, i'm just kidding about that but um yeah it, but yeah the, after he was done interviewing we did have a lot of questions about about his relationship with his brother and and it was, so it was pretty funny sure um, and I appreciate the explanation. Sam, you're good with that, or would you like to comment? No, he went over it. That's exactly the way it happened, and uh, we did. We spent a lot of time interviewing uh, uh, the different firms, and, um, and we ca- had uh, much discussion with the, with the, the Dubois Council on, with, when we had a joint uh, executive me- council meeting, and um, the... And that's how we determine um, the hire Chris, and um, so that there there was no there was no attempt by the city to to steer us toward Chris. So uh, that's um, that's completely yes, the and way I think happens, right, so. and I think with your explanation of in quotes secret meetings that weren't really secret, but. I think that clears it up a lot more. Well, I understand now having a meeting with Chris yesterday, what uh, what his exact job is. Um, so, um, so that um, that um, made me change my opinion a little bit about the secret. Which is great meeting. because this communication and any misunderstanding that needs to get cleared well, up that's is what happens. obviously that's, getting cleared that's, up. That's why you have to have sometimes things. Uh, things um you don't understand certain situations and then you question them and then you bring it out and then you find out well you know maybe this there wasn't anything actually wrong with what happened so yeah to to just go on from what sam's saying throughout this whole process each side has different attorneys now we have our solicitor tony cherry is our solicitor they have their solicitor Okay, that's they represent the individuals, the city and the township. Then we came together, and Chris Gabriel is the consolidation nine-member committee lawyer, for lack of a better word. Um, and then the Eckert Seaman is the ten-member committee. So, in other words, if Eckert Seaman tells the ten-member committee, "Hey, you got to do it this way," 
and it goes down to the nine-member committee, and Mr. Gabriel says, well, I don't think that's the way it is. Um, and then we go back to our own individual solicitors and say, okay, what do you think? And then we – so through the consensus, that's why it's three levels of different attorneys. And um, um, two sets of the attorneys represent the entire community, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, right. We each, again, I want to reiterate, um, we have – our own individual consult or um, attorney to our solicitor that if she feels at any time we're getting bad info or bad jobs, she'll step right up and, and as you know, Miss Cherry, she'll let you know right away what's what's right and what's wrong. Well, I do know Miss Cherry, and I've known her since I was a young man too. Uh, I completely agree with you, so it was no surprise that uh, the next day. And the go other, ahead, Sam. The other part is the uh, there's a new committee, that transitional committee that we're still working through trying to figure out, well, can we have two two transitional committees? Yeah. Because we have the nine-member committee, and now we have a new, how many's on five. the five? Five-member committees that Barry and I are actually members of. Okay. So we're, we're working through that because uh, we're trying to figure out which committee stays or which committee's the uh, main committee going forward. Yep. So that's I will come back to that. Okay. I want to follow up, Mayor. You brought up Tony Cherry. She gave a passionate defense in the Courier Express of Courier's words, essentially accusations of wrongdoing with monies from the Water Sewage Authority. I want to try to get this right because I'll be honest with you, gentlemen. Sometimes I feel like I need a whiteboard to be able to understand all the committees, all the people, what's going on, who said what and when. So I'm trying to get your help here so I can understand. She said a lot of things, and there are a couple of things that caught my attention. She passionately defended the fact that the water will not be for sale. The water authority, as I understand it, which would include the water and any equipment and all of that stuff that goes with it. Very passionate defense. Two questions. One, she said it wouldn't happen under her watch with her last breath, I believe. I'm not quoting her, but I, <laughs> I smiled, and I'm like, well, you're the solicitor. That's okay, but what does the mayor and city council think, and what does Sandy Township supervisors think? So two questions. One, does anybody, anybody on either council or township want to sell our water? I, I can say for, from the Dubois side, absolutely positively not. We would never in a million years. It's, you know, uh, it's been said many times the next world war will be over water. Water, correct. And we control our water. We will continue to control our water. The reason that we are so passionate against an authority at this point is because an authority basically takes over the ownership of, the, of whatever it is, whether the water and sewage. Sandy Township is set up a little bit different than a third-class city. In Sandy Township, they do have authority, a sewage authority and a water authority, but their supervisors are that authority. In a third-class city, you have to appoint non-elected officials or non-elected people to that board. Mm -hmm. So in other words, we would basically be giving the keys to the kingdom to this five- or seven-member board and they smile and they take the keys and the next thing you do, they slam the door on you and throw you out and say, you're done. And if they say at that point, hey, we're going to sell the, the reservoir, we're going to sell the sewage treatment plant and the water treatment plant, 
there's not a lot we can do now. I'm sure it would end up in court. I'm sure the PUC or somebody would step in, but I don't know. Oh, no, PUC, PUC would like to see all these small water companies like Dubois be sold, be sold into one big. It, it's easier for them. Um, easier for them, but bad for the people, in uh, my opinion. But. Uh, again, but um, so that's what we need to do some more investigating on on both parts of the aisle, both Sam's and mine, is, you know, advantages, disadvantages. So far, I see no advantage of a water sewage authority, and um, that's where we're at right now. Sam? Yeah, uh, the, um, the, it was never the attention, uh, intention of Sandy Township that we wanted to establish a, a water authority we wanted to find out if it made any sense and what made any sense of what would be the best solution. Uh, and there were going to be consultants looked at, look at it, and it would still have to come back uh, if, let's say, they came back and said, well, you, it's better off um, leaving it as it is. And... Um, um, and we would, yeah, we didn't have to make any decision. It wasn't like we were going to make a decision and say, hey, we want an authority. It was just we were going to hear what what they thought would be the best. Uh, and sometimes, you, you know, you get one consultant says one thing. So it's not even set in stone that when they came back that their solution was the best solution. Sure. So it wasn't, it was just, we. it was something that uh, we thought, well, maybe we should get a, um, um, another opinion, but uh, Tony said she mentioned that she said that the, I think she said 150 million was the value of that, uh, or the city system. I think it's worth far more than that because I've been seeing bankrupt systems selling close to a hundred million dollars uh, being taken over from from like like Aqua and. Uh, mm -hmm. The, so it's Dubois has a we have a far value more valuable and uh, I don't think anyone wants to see that sold right and the reason I asked is because the solicitor did say we'll never sell it, it dawned on me that I, I don't think I'd heard of anybody wanting to sell it maybe in the past some Sandy Township supervisors did no. but yeah. I hadn't heard it recently well most of the times when somebody wants to sell something it's when it's in really bad shape and you're looking at uh, astronomical rate increases because it hasn't been uh, run right. Uh, that's not the case with Dubois. Dubois has done a real good job uh, do, doing their their systems over the years. And um, the now we are facing um, a, a new sewage plant, but all systems are. Hmm. If you have a water system, you're you have to uh, upgrade it according to what the government wants you to do. So it's um, it's just a necessary evil that has to be done. So. All right. And this question I just have to ask because it's in the paper. Tony Cherry said it. And so I need to ask. Mayor, any, any at all in the city, any slush funds anywhere? No. You know, we don't take money out of the um, um, water and sewage to balance our budget, we don't. You know, it's uh, it. There's a it's a rent lease agreement that is uh, uh, signed every January when we pass the budget. Um, the S Dubois City Water Company leases the facilities off the city. That's how it, that's how it's set up, and that 
is the money that's used to pay the employees that work on the, in the water and sewage. It's used to pay the portion of the engineer's salary, the manager's salary, because they do a lot of work with the water and sewage. So they have to, you know, that money has to come from somewhere. Why should it be coming from taxpayers when it can come from the from the, the, the actual Sure. So to be clear, because it's not an unusual situation where you say, I'm leasing this for a dollar. I know that's not the situation here. You're actually paying your workers much more than a dollar, I'm sure. You do pay the city manager and some other people out of some of that money, or Absolutely. in this case, Harm Spaliza would get two checks from the city of Dubois and one from the water company? No, he gets one check. And, it, and that's what this agreement, every January, the lease agreement, that's what it's, it's in the budget. So it's right there. Uh, and against. People can come to our to meetings. They can see the budget. They can see everything I just said to you. Uh, it's it's the right to know. I mean, it's but it's it's available usually November and December and January because that's when we're passing sure. the budget. So um, it's uh, everything's one hundred percent above board. There's no switching of funds from one account to the other. Tony gave a very passionate defense again that said absolutely not. But Sam, I'm not. Saying it seems like the Sandy Township supervisors had some concern of what Tony answered there. As far as a slush fund, yes. Uh, well, um, that would be something I, you know, I wasn't too concerned about myself personally. Um, as far as the water, the way the water uh, payments are made, um, they do have that. Like Ed said, they do have the uh, lease agreement, um, and they've had. Uh, different meetings uh, there's been different lawsuits in the past where they had to go through line for line uh, everything that how they do spend their money and uh, and um, the uh, I don't think at that time they found that PUC found anything wrong with that and the other thing they have is I think they have a they get um, 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 uh, amount from uh, uh, waste management each year that they do use for things in the community. They spend yeah. it for the community. And I want to ask yeah. about that because she did bring but up waste San, management. Uh, Sandy gets that too. We, I think we put it into our budget. Right. Uh, so a couple of things there because I wasn't prepared for waste man management just yet. Um, Tony Cherry did say without any proof they are making this accusation. Sam, I know it's not up to you alone, but you're here for the supervisors. Is there any proof, or is Tony correct? Uh, well, I I would say uh, as of this time, there's no proof that there's anything uh, illegal going on. Right. Well, I I don't want to make it sound like that. Yeah. Or anything unethical or that the. Um, it's just that there's things that you don't know about because you're not there day to day. Right. No, so, that is a very so fair statement. So it makes statement. it easy to say, well, maybe this they're not doing this right. Right. So, yes. So I. Um, so I. Nope. I, I appreciate I, yeah, the clarification yeah, yeah. because I want to make sure that the viewer, the listeners, know uh, all these things that came up in this article. Mayor, he brought up waste management. Um, both the city and, and Sandy, as I understand it, get an allocation of money back. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I do believe in the right to know, which we're going to talk about next. But can you clarify for us, like, that allocation of money and where does that money go? Well, it started before my tenure as mayor. I mean, this goes back to 
2000 and I think nine or 10, um, where waste management had came to the city and said, Hey, you do so much good for the community. You do so much good for, um, everybody. We want to give you some, some money to spend how you see fit for the community. Uh, they did the same thing with Sandy Township. Now Sandy Township elects to put that money into their general fund and we elect to use it for the community, uh, whether it be community days, whether it be the World Series, Small Calls World Series, that money has to, there's costs involved in those. Sure. And it wouldn't be right to use taxpayer dollars to fund, to help bring the Small Calls World Series here or for community days. So by getting this, this, this allocation from waste management, it gives us the ability to do things like that. That sounds great. Can I, can I ask you a question? This is going to be a very political question for an elected official. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Waste management graciously, kindly gives back to our community. Does that mean that we maybe our rates are a little higher? Because I don't think companies just, but although companies do a lot of good things for communities. I ask you that because it, it dawned on me thinking about this last night, like, Boy, if I let got me, if I got cheaper rates, maybe I'm better off. I don't know, Mayor. <laughs> well, you know, I got to tell you a funny story. Is when I became mayor and got more into the the, the nuts and bolts of, of of this, I thanked the general manager from Waste Management. And I said, "I what you're doing for our community for community days for uh, uh, different things that the, the money is spent on." I said, "It's fabulous. I can't believe you do that." He lasted, "Boy, I'd, I'd like to say." You're the only one we give it to, but it's it's a company-wide policy. Right. They do it in every community that they're in. They give back to the community. Which is great, and we've benefited right. a lot from and, all of and, those and things. And they don't have about. to do that. They, right. I mean, it's just uh, because thank of, you very much for for what you do, and that, that's what that, I mean, that's what it is. Right. I wanted to ask because I've heard from people like, hey, can't we just skip that? But yeah. allocation comes to Sandy as well. Yeah, and that's what I want to add is uh, when we put the uh, – we're required by the state, both Dubois and Sandy, to have specific guidelines as far as our waste pickup, recycling. Um, and um, so what happens is, so you put this out to bid, and because uh, all the other smaller companies uh, cannot, uh, they we usually get one bid. And that's because uh, the state specifies, well, they have to do this and that, and the smaller companies just can't do that. Right, so, and the like, garbage industry is a tough one with all the rules and regulations. I can't even imagine. Uh, waste management, I know the manager as well. They do a great job for our city. I never have an issue. So uh, we are fortunate that we do get that allocation, whatever it looks so like. So it's not like we have our hands out saying, and yeah, so this, getting back to that, this is not affecting people's rates. Right. Uh, if we said, well, we don't want that money, we don't feel it's right that you give us this money, well, they're not going to lower the rates. And right. I, I think our rates, if you check our rates um, statewide with other, they're pretty much... Um, in line below. with everyone and, yeah, else below. Yeah. And they do offer a lot of services, though, if you're uh, at home and you can't put your garbage out to the curb, they'll come to your back door and get your garbage for you. you right. know, a lot of people don't realize that, and they'll they'll do other things. And what, what you lose, though, is uh, some of these smaller companies could come in and offer things cheaper. 
you know, for a certain sure. like a roll-off service for a big dumpster, you could. But when they when you bid on it with the big companies, um, or when you specify the bid, they come back and say, "Well, we want exclusive. Uh, um, uh, we are your exclusive provider, so you can't have other companies that come in." And, uh, right. But I kind of appreciate the fact that it is just one company, then it's very uniform, and I can see if garbage isn't being picked up, all of that stuff. I think it's very... Con- well, you know. that's what they find out if you do studies on the garbage... The places that have multiple garbage companies picking up, their roads do not last as long. Right, I believe that. A, because you have so much... One day you'll have one company come in, next day you'll have another company, then the uh, third day you have another company down your same road waking you up with the noise with the because the trucks do make quite a bit of noise yes they do believe me i hear it right here i live right downtown so i hear it um (laughs) mary you mentioned right to know a very important uh part of government is for people to have the right to know um i want to encourage you both that as we move forward into this new city that I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Can we make it so that the new city of Dubois does things a little differently where everything that can be legally available, can it be available to everyone? Well, I, I can't answer that question. I'll tell you why, because I don't know if I'm going to be on the new board. Sure. It, it will be up to the new government to establish the rules that they'll have, you know, the, the ethical and, and legal It'll be up to them. Not I. I can't say. But can now. we make that recommendation, or <laughs> or can even now today well, can the city of Dubois and Sandy Township supervisors who act independently, can we make this more available? Like, can the meetings be live? You know, we've never discussed that, Mike. To be honest with you, but you know, the, you know, with I've, I've never been involved in a Zoom meeting before this <laughs> right. before the RFP. Right. Um, so. Uh, those are things that have been suggested to us, and I'm not going to say we've, we've been really, you know, right now our main focus is on consolidation, obviously, but, you know, in the future, I think, you know, you might be able to see live meetings, you know, when we when we do the remodel for the city hall for the new government, right. you know, those are the kind of things that we have already th- thought, thought about, about, you know. Can we can we put a TV camera in there, show it on the the channel, the, the cable channel that we have? Um, can people get zoom into it? So those are all possibilities in the future. Once you know, once we get rolling. The reason I ask, Mayor, is because it seems like it's easy to say for city government, and I know why they do it at times. Um, that's a right to know. That's a pretty burdensome. It's not an easy thing to do. And no, it's burdensome and, and, to the solicitor who yeah. gets paid. You got the city, uh, in our case, city of Dubois, I believe the right to know is Herm Saplazio, the city manager. I don't know. I think he's well, no, the person it, over it. But that's – can we make it easier for people to get access to information about what well, our budgets first, are? First of all, let me say this, yeah. and, and I'm going to speak for the city, but I, I'm going to say for the township. I've never met two boards that are more transparent. There's no hidden agendas. There's no um, – nothing going on behind closed doors everything right. is done up front in front of the people um i had the pleasure to go to a number of city township meetings when we were talking about water and sewage issues in the past everything is done up front in front of the people there's no so it's 100 percent transparent yep. but obviously somebody has a question about this or that so they they must you know by law they have to fill out the right to know sure now we have made it easier in the city you can do it online now okay um so 
there's a form you have to fill out and uh, and it becomes very easy I, matter of fact we just had one last week that a gentleman filled out um, for some issues on the on the walkway sure and uh, was handled at the next city council meeting at the um, so yeah any anytime somebody wants to know a right to know uh, unfortunately you have to fill out a lot of paperwork you know um, and that's just the way the state has it set up yeah, uh, Sam. Any thoughts yeah, on it? Well, I just want to add about uh, the we talked about the election and let people know that the when the elections do occur, the uh, the new there will be seven positions uh, elected, one which will be a mayor, and all those. Uh, th- they'll sorry, Ed. Okay, um, they all the um, elect el- electors would uh, they'll be elected at large. So um, there won't be wards. They'll just be, they'll, they can come from any part of the township or Dubois. So. Right. And Lots of exciting stuff going on. Yeah. Believe it or not, our hour is just about up. But I want to thank you both for coming on to contact and having been willing to have this discussion. Again, I want to thank uh, City Manager Herms Plesio and Sanding Township Manager Sean Arbaugh. Um, I really do appreciate uh, you gentlemen coming in and clarifying. I feel like we could go on for hours. Um, I've still got lots of questions, but anything you want to leave us with, Mayor? Um, I'm speaking for myself again, but if you want us to come back and continue this discussion some other day, um, because there's a lot more information out there that uh, people want, just to clarify. Uh, The one thing I didn't get a chance to say earlier, I was thinking that I wanted to get out is the big one of the biggest questions I get every day is my road's bad <laughs> right why are you putting a, um, a new walkway in at the end of the boulevard when my road's bad well it's all grant Grand funding money. and when you get a grant for a specific thing and we have the, and I will say this I'm going to shout out his name Joe Mitchell is the best grant writer in the history of Pennsylvania and he gets a grant which he gets a lot of them it's it's amazing how many he gets for us um, it has to be used for that purpose. Right. You know, yeah, we are doing the beautification project at the end of the boulevard. And, yes, it was it was uh, funded by grants. But if we don't apply for that grant, believe me, I guarantee it, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Harrisburg's going to apply for that grant and get it. So I completely agree with you on that. We've got a minute left. Sam, uh, last yeah. words? I just want to thank uh, my township manager um, Sean and I want to thank Herm the city manager they've been working together uh, doing a lot of projects behind the scene getting the coordinating the uh, police the uh, public works department doing work and uh, and all like Eddie said their employees are doing a fantastic job and uh, our employees are looking forward they're already working together and we're all looking forward to getting things combined so maybe in the next couple years everything will get combined but so we're all ready to go absolutely and again we want to thank you for coming on we thank you both for your efforts we thank you for the clarifications and mayor i'll we'll be taking you up on that offer we definitely want you guys back uh so long from contact on connect fm i hope you've enjoyed the conversation with mayor walsh and sandy supervisor sam mollica on consolidation have a great day